Hello and welcome back to the Hoping Mum and Dad podcast, episode 52. We're feeling a bit more refreshed if you've listened to episode 51. a bit more refreshed. <laughs> you'll understand why we've been so tired. Uh, all good news, mind, so can't complain. But yeah, mm-hmm. Becky's, I'm done talking for a bit. You're need, done talking for a I bit. I need a, a break so you can take over. Because you've been so chatty. So um, yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone who's already listened to episode 51. We've had so much lovely feedback from everyone. Um, and stuff. Is, and stuff, yeah. We've mm. had lots of lovely gifts from family and friends and listeners like far and wide. And so we are really, really grateful and appreciative. Um, it's really heartwarming to know that, you know, it. You know, people understand and people are really happy for us after what's happened. And also... um, Everyone likes free stuff. No, that people um, feel like we've helped them in some way um, and they know that we've helped other people, which is I think you're a little bit plugged in, more plugged into that than me because, like, you handle the Instagram stuff and, like, a lot of people, um, you know, connect and leave messages and stuff like that. Yeah. I just, like you know annoy everyone from time to time <laughs> getting my face in there talking about the how yeah. like i'm trying to give my perspective as the guy yeah. which is we don't do much you do you do a lot no you do a lot of supporting a people lot say of everything else. people said to me well done i was like i literally yeah well couldn't done. have done less you did you supported me through it it was mm. i mean i literally couldn't have done it without you you would have no i wouldn't no mass no mass um, so yeah, today, um, a little bit more real talk, just to... Can make... I just say how lovely you look in that floral t-shirt? I've never seen it before. No, when, when did you get that? My sister sent me this from Australia. Ah. And it's like a crop top kind of thing, so it's good for whipping the boobs out. Ah, okay, yeah. sorry. So if you're listening on Spotify, you're not going to see this no. lovely I've floral t-shirt. I've also got t-shirt. a spot of makeup on today and I had time for another shower, so yeah. I feel like a new me. Pampered. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we carry we continue as we mean to go on, and just want to um, share openly and honestly about um, what happens in the what hospital, happens, and what can happen. Um, there's so much to what, go over. I think like these two episodes, part one and part two of our, I've I Becky was knackered and sleep because normally she checks all the stuff before I put it out because I'm just the 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 producer or the editor or whatever. Mm. And um, I didn't want to wake you up to ask you, so I just put a birthing. So yeah. I can't remember. Whatever the title is, I put like... I don't know so what anyway. the title is either, but I had a little panic about how much you revealed in the videos and how um, how I looked in the video. But, you know... Who is going to look who cares? like they're made up with makeup yeah. and like... It's just... I shouldn't care. I've got no shame anymore. I've been walking around the house gen- with my boobs out. Gently nerd My poor like, dad. We do have an IVF podcast that we've yeah. been doing for yeah, like yeah. five it's years. It's fine. So. It's fine. I'm puffy. It's fine. Hmm. Um, I really... Some of the photos that I got... Yeah. Well, your mum got yeah. a view. And then by FYI, none of them are like full on like science no. book stuff. Like it's... <laughs> It's all like here and up, basically. Shoulders and head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, but Don't the, panic. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think I was a bit unsure um, about it in general. But I thought, I, like, I'm a photographer. I'm a documentary photographer. You're my wife. We've been documenting our whole journey, so I think we should. Yeah. But I didn't really know how to feel about it until, you know. Until we did well, it. Well, we like the photos we've shown our friends. Um, I think the photos of you mm. um, are awesome. 
mm-hmm. because they're not because of the photos, not because of the the image, but wherever like because they're of just you. quite powerful. Yeah, because you, you just there like I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Well, you just your body's been through a whole thing, and yeah. our yeah. little baby girl is here because of yeah. that. Yeah, and we're a bit obsessed. That's cool. Um, yeah, so we wanted to talk to you about um, obviously the recovery time after birth, and it's tomorrow. Zoe will be one week old, so kind of our experience and what we've been. So through. part one of the video is like, in like leading up to induction, changing the plan, speaking to the doctor, going to induction ward, going to labour ward, giving birth, giving birth, a few after bits of that. So. Zoe is out. Becky's in the hospital. I'll paint the scene for you. Close your eyes. Imagine you're there, right? I, I'm <laughs> Becky almost passed is, out on the hospital Be- bed. Becky is in hospital on the labour ward because they kicked me and Sheila out. We weren't allowed to stay. The midwives took care of Zoe overnight. No, no, we haven't talked about the bit where we were left in delivery suite. In oh, so our room. It's okay, okay, okay. So fair enough. Don't we'll skip go. That. We'll like, go. We'll go from Zoe's just been come out. Everyone's if, panicking. If, no, no, we told them about the panicking and the blood loss. Exactly. So. And we stitched, we all sorted out. So yeah. panic is over. Both Zoe and myself are fine. And Just come Buzz out. can kind of breathe a little sigh of relief. So I was completely wiped out and exhausted by what just happened. So I sadly didn't get skin to skin or anything like that because I was just too weak. I didn't try and breastfeed within the hour, there which is what I wanted to do. more important things going yeah. on. So um, Fuzz got to give um, Zoe some formula, almost. I just I mean, gave her. I don't... At the time, I was just like, I just, she, she needs a ball. Yeah. You, you do it. And I was like, okay. If they, so if they told me to not to, yeah. I would have let them. Like, if for some medical reason, something they needed to, like... No, it was so after. lovely to watch. So you were looking after Zoe and making sure she was fed, which was really nice. And then, basically, we'd taken all clothes for Zoe to wear because it's important for them to be warm. Whoops. And, um... Basically, none of them fit. She's <laughs> so a chunk. We got a lovely little um, vest from our really good friends, Lou and Matt, mm. with baby Chukas on. And that was going to be like one of our announcement photos, um, which it kind of has been. It's on, on the so IG took a couple feed. Of, she, she was like a little lizard in her, uh, in her hot <laughs> tank. They put her on the hot tank, turn the lamps on. She's like... <laughs> like, she yeah. quite liked it, it but good. she basically lived in a towel for a little while and then um, just yeah. like I'm gonna go to Tesco and get some clothes but he was terrified fit, so he was terrified of going out weren't you and not being allowed back in I was always coming back in it's yeah. just how much of a fuss yeah. would have been made yeah <laughs> he could Sorry, I do when like I've just seen my wife give mm. birth and like the baby's yeah. so big that so she doesn't have any clothes you went off to Tesco to get clothes and ice cream yeah. and ice cubes and it felt like forever my mum was holding Zoe because I was still too um exhausted and I was kind of like in a really kind of spaced out state I don't know if they'd given me anything then yeah but... they'd given you some local I'd uh some gas in there and i think i think they gave you some tablets i'm not, not sure yeah not okay. yet so um yeah i was really just in a state of complete shock my body was like shaking my everything was tingling she had done a number on you hadn't she she had so, done a number on zoe me. 
Sorry, I picked up the pen again. Yeah, She'd done a number on me. On my mum was sat next to me, right by my side, yeah. checking on me. What were you thinking, Beck? You I was sitting there. You, I was sat there and you were I wasn't gone. there. I was you getting your ice cream. You said, off you pop, I get did my not ice cream. send you to get me off ice cream. Pop. That was you. So um, dinner had been delivered before you'd gone. My mum yeah. fed me, spoon mm-hmm. fed me like a baby while you spoon fed our baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you'd gone to Tesco and I was just like, oh, zonked out. And mum was to my left with Zoe having lovely cutches. And I just kept on turning over to her and telling her how weird I felt. Like my knees felt weird, yep. that my feet felt weird. And I was like, is she okay? Is the baby alive? Because she was still really blue. She hadn't pinked up Terrifying. very much. Terrifying. She was covered in so much vernix for a 40 week old baby. Yep. Well, 40 weeks Whatever. Yeah. gestation. She was so white in vernix and just... Um, so you're she just didn't there, look alive. just constantly panicking, panicking because I'm stressed that she she couldn't be on my skin because I could not move my arms. I was stressed that she, I couldn't breastfeed. Mm. I was just like trying to compose myself, and then it felt like forever that you were gone. Mm. So I was like worrying about you. I and literally walked. I I Google Maps it from the Heath to Tesco Extra. It was like five minutes difference between taking the car and walking. You and walked, I, did you? Yeah, I walked because I didn't want to lose the space in the car. Oh, wow. And the whole car parking No thing. wonder you took so long. But no, but it was... Basically, I was having panic attack then. I yeah. started to... Well, mum kept on telling me, just close your eyes, go to sleep, go to sleep. And I was like, eventually, I did start to sleep. But then I felt like I couldn't breathe because I was worried about you where you were. I was worried about if the baby was okay, even though my mum was with her and she was next to me. And my chest just was overwhelming tight. stress. My, my vision started to go blurry, like mm. when you're about to faint. But I was lying down, so that shouldn't have been the and case. And you'd lost a litre of blood, basically. Yeah. So they kept on coming in and doing my vitals and checking on me and everything. And they said, you're okay. You just... You're in shock, and you're like, basically. Fine, babe. Dead fine. Babe. Yeah, you're in shock. So just you know, rest, take it easy, try and sleep. Basically, eat a lot. Yeah. Um, and by this time, you know, once the hospital food had come and I could try and eat, I still was like struggling. Also, to eat. gotta say as well, the hospital food is not that good. No. You know, I asked for. Um, they come should, round. Can we do a Gordon Ramsay's house kitchen in in the hospital? Yeah, just didn't get they? Gordon Ramsay. They like, came round at the beginning of the delivery to ask me what I would want for lunch, assuming that would be okay to eat, and I chose a sandwich. And I remember quite vividly. It was like the worst time ever. So labor. when, yeah, knocked on the door. Be sandwich. You like. <laughs> I was. I didn't make noises like that, really. No, but it's funny if I say yeah. you did, though, isn't it? But you were like, <laughs> you were livid. You were like, nope, it's not the right time. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said something like, I joked if. about it after. I was like, oh, I, I said something like, oh, that's not the right time. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, if it was me, I probably would have tried to eat the sandwich. Anyway, for dinner, I opted for a jacket potato with beans and cheese and crumble. And mm. the jacket potato was really good yeah um like that's what my mum spoon fed me and then there was so crumble and custard for pudding and i was like mm, no. waves and waves of anxiety and jacket yeah, potato so and beans. much anxiety and jacket and, potato and beans and jacket potato and beans and yeah. my knees i couldn't feel my knees yeah <laughs> it was so weird um but really kind of a scary time how long did that last then how long were we in that bit? I don't have any concept of time but i know that what is time <laughs> i think we moved down from that room when you're about to leave me about 10 I got o'clock. back I got back so it was a good couple of hours seven hours I got back no after yeah the, well the baby was born at three o'clock 
And yeah, so after the baby was born and you went to recovery stuff and and I went out and I got, I tried to find the most, because the food was shit. I was mm. just like, how are you going to eat loads? Because your body needs all yeah. those calories to repair itself. And if yeah. you're not, if you haven't got an appetite, then it's even harder to eat. Yeah. And I was but like, you came back with all the goods. I came back with some Mars bar choc ices. Yeah. A bag of ice to keep the choc ices cold. <laughs> it didn't and work. Then, and then also, and then I thought I could put them in the sink and put a bottle of full-fat Coke in there as well. Mm. It's all like the triathlon stuff, you know? Like, just super dense calories. And then it was time for me to eat those things and time for me to try and go to the toilet. I got to go to the toilet. Um, You're a bit worried about that, aren't you? No, it wasn't time to go for the toilet. It was just, uh, they needed me to pass urine. Mm. So that was really hard. Just I didn't have the energy to get off the bed. So my mum basically supported me to the bathroom and then every time you go to the toilet like you feel weak and woozy again so I'd be like holding onto my mum's shoulders and mm. swaying because it's like you're contracting again because um, your uterus and stuff's coming back up right yeah, yeah. and um I was like this is, this is annoying because like this is how I wanted to give birth like holding onto fuzz on my mum's shoulders yeah, swaying well, and like anyway we got, a, we got, a nice, got to have a nice sexy shower with yeah. my mum washing me completely naked yeah. <laughs> bleeding everywhere that was fun well, who else would you choose if it wasn't your mum you yeah but if, if not me or your mum like your mum has bathed you naked before yeah I know Mm. as an adult too when I've been ill yeah (laughs) yeah there's no shame you'd do that Um, for your mum yeah of course I would um so it was it was a nice time but it was a scary time um (laughs) and it was just hard because I I would have done that I didn't know you were doing that were you looking after the baby putting her in the clothes I didn't even know that's what you were doing I thought you went to the bathroom didn't know you were I went shower. to the bathroom a couple of times and I got showered, yeah. yeah. In a seat, yeah. <laughs> which was I would nice. I have done that. I know. Um, but it was important for you to look after the baby too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then I got clean, felt loads better being clean. Um, but still then, proper out of it. Yeah, so it's just a lot of a lot of out of it a lot of woozy a lot of yeah. anxiety and a lot of just gross and you were really like i don't want to leave my wife and you tried to speak to the manager well, I, went, the I went ward. to get your chalk ices like i was told but like <laughs> when were... i came no i didn't want to leave me overnight and the baby overnight <sighs> yeah so then they came in i think we had some medical people come in then mm-hmm. right yeah and they said yeah so we're gonna kick you all out i yeah. bet he's gonna go somewhere else and yeah. i'm like it looking at my brand new newborn child mm. who i thought was dead mm. when they pulled her out because mm. she wasn't moving and mm. 12 people crashed into the room mm. and i'm like uh no <laughs> no thanks they weren't having any of it though were they you did put up a good fight if ever there's a time to be with your wife mm. it's when she's absolutely just being through the mill mm. and just can't even sit her properly yeah and you know what I mean? Like, they why were, would you want to? Why would you want to leave your wife in a hospital overnight? I was super anxious as well, and they were concerned about that too. And I was like, I'm anxious because I'm not going to be able to care for the baby, and you're going to leave me and the baby on the ward, and I can't move. Yeah. Um, why can't so I just sit in, sit in the seat next to you until the morning? What basically came to be was that um, Fuzz and my mum spoke to the midwives, and they basically said it's quite normal for women to like go through this like for whatever reason whatever situation or however your birth's been basically it's often it's common that the mum and the baby will be like separated because she doesn't feel well enough to look after the baby so that's what happened and they offered me tramadol 
to like it was quite that's quite a strong terrifying trait. yeah quite strong and addictive well, probably I, I think so, I didn't say anything but when yes, they said I know I didn't mean to but when they said <laughs> Tramadol I went woof yeah like, and then you were like I know that, how, is that safe is that that's running I never said and I started I know getting scared safe. about it I know it's safe but it's just <laughs> full on like yeah it's like well, almost heroin like the basically. fact that it's full on this will tell you about my state then because i was like i'm not gonna i don't really want to take it we'll just go down see how it is and then you were like yeah you should probably take it um yeah. and then uh you were like yeah you should probably take it and i didn't, I just want didn't expect to, him to come out i didn't that. want to take it until you'd left because i didn't want to not know like wake up and not know that you'd gone so i needed to know Mm, that you were gone mm. so we got wheeled down i was allowed to carry zoe down in my arms in the wheelchair which was cute um you took tucked me into bed (laughs) they got me in the bed and set me all up with my little hospital table they kind of i think zoe was next to me in her little cot um i went and checked in with the nurses then i was like are you looking after her tonight and they're like yeah "Yeah." and i was like just like feed uh, the baby basically. i was yeah like probably really annoying but i, had, I had, had to like do i had to like speak to the human being who's going to be looking after I my had wife attempted to breastfeed her upstairs but it wasn't very successful obviously because you're new. out of it like you've only never done it before and exactly stuff, so. yeah so that was a nice little moment but it didn't go to plan so that that's what made me super anxious too anyway i took the tramadol once you're gone and mm. off i went to sleep for, off you went to fantasy land yeah that was about 10 Dreamland. o'clock and then i slept till about i got disturbed with another patient coming in the room it was a nice double room so at first i had it on my own and then um yeah, I got a bit disturbed with another patient coming in, and then I got up at the, like one. Do you know what I'm thinking about it now, right? I can maybe see the point about like not letting extra people stay over mm-hmm. because there's babies in there. Imagine yeah. if someone just walked off for that baby. Yeah, well, that's another thing I didn't know happened. They check the bands. Yeah. So you are attached with a band because my my hands and my feet were swelling up when we were in recovery and they put the band on me at first but then yeah. my fingers and my hand was going numb because they'd put it on too tight but they had to because they changed mine they had to change zoe's as well so when we went downstairs, like they've got like an eye it's like the name and the date of birth and all that yeah. but it's also so like when a, we went downstairs they checked that the baby that's been brought with me is the baby that's mine yeah and so they checked the bands they say oh my god and um yeah they did that but anyway i got maybe three and a half hours sleep and then i woke up at half one Mm -hmm. so on tramadol i still didn't stay asleep i wasn't knocked out you must have had so much adrenaline Mm. coursing through your body like so i woke up and i was a bit jealous of the lady over the way who had a baby with her yeah (laughs) and it was crying and you know being nursed and stuff but um i still didn't feel so you was like, next to you though right no no she was out the room with the midwives mm, being yeah, fed and looked that's after good. so i woke up and i pressed my bell and was like is she okay blah 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 um, well, here's my baby i've just given birth to you. yeah yeah obviously um and they wheeled her in to show me i think i can't remember is this your baby <laughs> is this when i was baby? like i don't know i've only oh, seen God. her for a couple of hours oh. Well, how would oh, you know? I but um, I asked for a cup of, cup of tea because I felt like shit. And I think they may have brought me some toast. I can't mm. remember. But I didn't feel well enough still to look after her. And I thought I needed to get more sleep. So about two o'clock, I went back to sleep till five. So I had another three hours. And then not much, is it? I was constantly disturbed through that three hours because the poor baby next to the lady was super grisly because 
they're trying to feed and stuff yeah. and it's hard um so, so time I is ticking on woke we are up at five, five and yeah. i was like oh shit better see my baby because <laughs> mm. it felt well i'd taken myself to the toilet and i was so proud of that that i got to the toilet and had a wee on my own and didn't faint i was yeah. like okay if i can do that i can hold my baby yeah so they brought it to me and that was really nice and then i basically didn't want to go to sleep because I was with my baby. <laughs> you had a nice little time, nice yeah. couple of coaches and stuff. Had coaches with her and um, had to go at breastfeeding. That was I, your first time. I did. I just did it without the nurses as well. I was like, well, you're probably hungry. And I, they came in and told me she'd had formula at like half five. And I was like, oh, can I try and breastfeed? And they were like, yeah. But they kind of left. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Um, and that was a bit unsuccessful, but lowly. Um, and then I think they came and took her off me and she slept next to me for a while. So this is your first, like, actual... And I was just actual, sat there, like, taking this, photos. This is your first actual yeah. getting to just, getting like, to hang know, out yeah. with Zoe. Yeah. So I was taking photos and stuff and sending them to you and telling you, like, what... At like five was. in the morning. Yeah. Mm. Not I knew you wouldn't pick them up. And then um I was just like, oh she can um Ooh, sorry. She can kind of just chill out and I will chill out. I had more and toast and biscuits and what like five really early, like five. Mm. Yeah, so me and she are just like eagerly Awake waiting, in. trying to get in. So You left were even to visit from nine, weren't you? So we got there for eight, I think. Yeah. So got their phrase. It was lovely that you were both allowed in, which was good. Yeah, the, it was kind of a to the midwife's discretion, I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, I can see why they would want as few people as possible overnight yeah. because... So then we spent the day um, on the ward in our room because um, they do lots of things on your baby when they've they wanted been a, born. They wanted to check, check your blood loss and anemia, right? Yeah, so, so they wait for my blood. So they did my bloods at five o'clock in the morning. That's yeah. Still bruised from that, yay. But they wanted to do it again later on or something, didn't they? No, I think they just checked the results. Yeah, just the ones of five. So they did that and I was just like... a check and a hearing test. Yeah, and I was just like eager to get home. They they also note any of the injuries on the baby from birth. So I I had an episiotomy and it was done quite late. So baby Zoe's head was very close to where they cut and they... accidentally she got a little nick on her forehead yeah and she was quite bruised from being pulled out yeah um and then basically her neck and her arm were kind of stuck and so she was really badly bruised so they went when they come to do the health check in the morning to check the baby's reflexes she was kind of protecting her arm that was bruised um so we had to wait around for the doctor most of the day to just double check because the midwives, they they know a lot, but there's only so they much can't. that they know. So they yeah. need to have and things checked. it's good checked. as well because most people's attitudes that we've met, like midwives, neonatal doctors and stuff like that, is like uh, they would much rather go over the top and do yeah. too much than not enough. Yeah, and that's so really like, good. The yeah, the two checks the the check the first check they did, I can't remember it's like the arms flail out, like you kind of they kind of pretend to drop them and then mm. the arms flail out. First time didn't move. Then when she did it in front of me again, because I wanted to understand and I said, Can you just explain this to me? Are mm. you is this potential like nerve damage or like a you know, neck you know, she literally fractured or broken a neck or something where they've pulled her mm. up. Is like when they pulled it's her up. It's possible for them to break bones when they. Yeah, it's deliver. possible to have like long term nerve damage and mm. stuff. And I was like, oh. So that's fuck. what they were checking for. But So the first one, well, she was protecting one side of her arm. And then 
when I asked her to explain it to me and do it again, she moved both arms. Mm. And then when the doctor came, she she dropped the like she didn't drop the baby, but she, that's the test. They yeah, the drop test drop. type thing. She pretended to drop her to get mm. like to get the arm, but she only did. She only allowed her one arm to be free. Yeah. So I was like, she probably annoying to her, but I was mm. like, you know, like everyone's been talking about the fact that she's not using both arms. So I asked her to do it and show us that she was moving both arms, yeah. and she did. But yeah, there's a couple of them. She's got the midwife picked up another one later on as well. Yeah, a bruise on her arm. Yeah. Yeah. So poor little love has been through it as well. Um, but then we were discharged and it was time to come home and I had the mega wobblies once we got back, basically. Yeah. It was quite chill for a while and then it got to night time and she just wouldn't settle. She wouldn't be put down and it was just First really... two or three days are just a blur. Yeah, I, like, so she's stressful. been back a week now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be a week tomorrow. So yeah, it's it is highly stressful, you, highly you, anxiety inducing. Yeah, I mean, I, I constant like basically when the baby was asleep or regardless of where she was, I couldn't sleep because I thought that she wouldn't be okay. I was scared that she wouldn't be breathing or yeah. things like that. And like obviously mum and dad are down and fuzz here of course and any time that they It's quite an operation with like yeah. two dogs, four adults and a baby in a yeah. little tiny little tiny Anyway. Stuff. They're here and they can take the baby off me so that I could rest, which is really important. Um, but I just couldn't relax when she wasn't yeah. around me. So and I knew you'd I think be like it, that. And it, I, I'm like, it's okay, back. We're all here and you weren't having any of it. Yeah, you I think the like, separation really affected me as well. Yeah. In the initial stages. So I was feeling huge, huge amounts of guilt. But this is all very normal. You know, regardless of what how your birth goes it's completely normal and all my friends who are mums have told me that and told me to be gentle because i think like, that's like a whole episode in itself yeah like just your how you feel about yourself through all this because we're just sort of we're kind of just explaining yeah. what happened yeah but we haven't really talked about how you felt and stuff and like yeah. But the first week was like, can, can we break it down? Can you remember roughly what happened? So like the day Friday we got home. Friday we got home. That was a stressful night. We yeah. got home at like five. Yeah. Then we had stressful times <laughs> trying yeah. to get her to sleep, trying to all sleep. And then the next day the midwife came. Um, she helped me a bit with breastfeeding, I think. Uh, oh, they were meant to send yeah, a, so- breast, a breast nurse. Like there's a team in south in cardiff in the vale called the seren team and their breastfeeding nurses specialists and the hospital organized because i wasn't staying a second night for them to come too so when we left just when we left the hospital like from the final final bit they said you can't go until the neonatal doctors checked her out whatever and the neonatal doctor checked her out she went Mm. fine Mm. and then it was interesting because one midwife was like, yeah, we try and get everyone out as fast as we can because we need to free it up the beds. It was the same midwife that said the same thing. So in the oh, morning the at way. 7 o'clock, she was like the ward sister, I want to get everyone home as quick as I can today. Yeah. And then later on, she was like, oh, if you're not confident with breastfeeding, we can yeah, move you into I this little room I've, and you can stay as long as you want. Because they so moved us like, from mm. the original room to the other one because we had to stay longer for the neonatal doctor. Yeah. And then the same woman said... Oh, you know, you could always stay for a couple of days if yeah. you want. And I'm like, this you're du- confusing the hell out of This you. double like, room as well that we got into. Oh, it was it just... sounded amazing. It was yeah. massive. It had a TV and a double bed, but we sat on the bed and it was like, it's you said, apart, like it was this. made of matchsticks and it was so uncomfortable. I was like, if I was to stay in hospital, I'd want to be in that bed that I, I can if move you were in up there and for down, a week. left and right. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to complain. I know it's free, but it's not free, is it? But anyway... 
Yeah. Um, so, so the thing I'm getting at is like you're second guessing yourself about everything. You're knackered. You're stressful. You're you're you're, you're stressful. You're lives. stressed. But if someone says to you, one second, are you sure you, you don't want to stay? Yeah. And you go no, and you go. But are you sure though? Do you want to stay? So on that Friday night when I had my wobbly and I had to walk away from you and Zoe, and I was really upset. I was like, I wish I'd just stayed in hospital. Oh, yeah. Like I just. But it's only because beat myself up. Yeah. Like. They'd watched, and by the way, like the reason why they said to Becky, Do you want to stay? was to get breastfeeding help. But the nurses watched you breastfeed and you were breastfeeding fine. Yeah. And so it's what, not, the thing is with breastfeeding, it's just not a given. It's not consistent. Thing. It's not an, It's not a straight line. It's not like, Oh, this is how you do it. Great. I've got it. It doesn't work like that. So, um, but you, they, that's they, they were, they were like, you, Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But like, they were like, yeah, you can. your breastfeeding is going well. Here's some tips. Here's some pointers. Mm. That Geordie one was amazing. Mm. She was like just really direct and like, this is what you do, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that looks like it works really well. Mm. And, you know, I said, I, I, I was worried if it was me, I don't know how much force you use to it's hold them on. a lot of force, and, stuff. and I think that's in the days since, in the early days, um... I, I, that's why I struggled because I wasn't as forceful enough yeah. with her as I should have been and it's really but hard they, for me to watch right because you're second guessing yourself by everything you're stressed out and you're mm. just anxious and you're like is this okay oh, is, it is, it, is it okay and then you add sleep deprivation on top of all of that mm. and you don't know if you're doing a good job or if you're not yeah. I know you're doing a good job because I can mm. see you're doing a good job yeah. and I'm like and everyone tells you me your mum your dad you're doing a great job don't don't worry i know it's stressful mm-hmm. but just just don't beat yourself up you're yeah. doing a good job and then you don't and then when people sort of say stuff like that to you i feel like it's yeah so the annoying thing on the saturday the midwife came everything was really good and i was like i have been struggling a bit with breastfeeding through the night i don't think the latch is good so she helped me put the baby on the breast and showed me what i was yeah. what this i should do and what i was doing this isn't the breastfeeding specialist no just by the, the midwife yeah. and then i was like oh thank you the breastfeeding nurse is coming later um to help me and you've made me feel a bit more confident that thanks and she yeah. was like oh well i we're so overstretched um i don't think you need to see the breastfeeding nurse so i'm going to cancel that appointment so i was like that is really shitty okay <laughs> like is what like that's a discussion that's not something you just she pop just in decided yeah that's yeah. not cool she just decided you asked really... for help so you should have got it mm-hmm. i wasn't there at the time i don't know where yeah. i was so that was really frustrating and i got really cross because that saturday night was horrific trying to feed her again and yeah. getting the latch and everything was really hard um and we hadn't bought formula in preparation of it going wrong which is a tip i would say it sounds pessimistic. nothing wrong with a bit of yeah you might lose more blood than becky need a blood transfusion yeah. and can't this, give can't breastfeed this, it's not pessimistic to be prepared is it so i would say like my mum had bought thankfully like a couple of pre-made formula bottles touchy yeah. the ready ones so we we used them at home um to substitute the breastfeeding because it got quite stressful um but every day that's come and gone has been a bit easier and every time you've seen you've seen the breastfeeding this is quite a bit a few yeah. times now and so been i've seen the midwives maybe a little bit more than normal because she got jaundice so they've been doing the billy rubin test which is on completely it. normal six yeah. out of ten babies get that um and i think i've seen the breastfeeding nurses three times now so one came on sunday and then maybe one came on monday and tuesday oh. or monday i've seen two sunday of them and, tuesday. and they've all been amazing yeah they're so good and i um, kind of sit in if if the you know partners are around or wherever yeah then 
can't recommend I just, it enough. Just, but sit in if you can, mm. if you're allowed, or if, if it yeah. if it allows if it works out like that, and just take a pen and paper and just mm. like write down a few things. I've yeah. made some notes. So it's been good. Like mostly the majority of it's been good. I think definitely. So we're definitely easing into it yeah. a bit more now. And we? I'm slowly catching up on my sleep. I know parents never catch up on their sleep, but I think I've had severe Enough. sleep deficit. Yeah, like uh, maybe a bit more than that's normal. why I'm like Beck, get to bed. I've got the baby. But it's not that simple, is it? You've got you we've got a pump now, which we'll go into breastfeeding. That's a whole episode yeah. on its own. But yeah. got a pump now so Becky can pump and I can you know, feed. Yeah. So we got a bit of a system and we're so lucky that Becky's parents are here. Like yeah. it is a bit of a logistics thing it is quite a thing it's like becky and sheila go to bed me and jim are gonna stay up we'll yeah. go to bed you wake up the boy team and the girl team yeah, yeah it's funny but we're yeah we're really lucky and so grateful to my mom and dad and yeah. very fortunate and all that, uh, to all of your family as well because we've had lots of visits and support from all of them and all the listeners and, and people that yeah. check in with us on social media we are so surrounded by a big bubble of love it's really really nice yeah and really we're just fortunate. going to carry on documenting our journey and mm-hmm. like sharing all the you know, sh- learning as we go along, but sharing so like it yeah. can be useful and helpful for other people as we go forward. Yeah. So, but we'll we are yawning it. our heads off. <laughs> we need to have some tea, and we need to get ready for bed. We need to get ready for evening with Zoe round six. Yeah, and I might have. <laughs> Last uh, night was the most successful night. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I have um, an Ironman race in Ireland yeah. on Sunday, so I've got to travel. Wish him luck. It's going to be good. I'm. It's the sleep the like I don't wanna yeah, it's just the sleep I just need to get enough sleep. Hopefully I'll get there Friday, put the tent up two days before and just sleep like a baby. Yeah. But maybe not. Who knows? Anyway, we will see you in the next one. Yeah. Thanks everyone. See you in a bit. <laughs>